This episode of Black Ass Podcast is brought to you by the makers of As It Should Be Body Products, the best all-natural, luxurious skincare products with high-quality ingredients, no chemicals, no toxins, no synthetics. So uh, log on to As It Should Be Body Products and get yours today. This episode is also brought to you by Black as Fuck. That's right. An unabashed dedication to staying true to yourself, a refusal to assimilate. That's right. Anybody can be Black as Fuck. So you can log on to blackasfuck.myshopify.com and grab your T-shirt or any of their amazing products. Now let's get the show started. Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono. Bono. Suitcase. Girl, you better throw all that stuff in the black trash bag. It's raining outside. Hand me that Rite Aid bag. Uh-uh-uh. Don't be throwing away that gift bag. Somebody got something coming up. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. Uh, I'm Hadia Robinson. That intro was my homage to... Uh, black people repurposing bags. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You get a bag big enough, black people, <laughs> they will use that shit to cover a car. <laughs> Woo, they'll be throwing away no plus and definitely not no gift bag. Let me tell you something. I have gift bags from years ago in a like plastic container joint. Let something come up. I'll be like, is it a boy or a girl? Give me the blue one. <laughs> Welcome to the new next episode, new episode. Yes, it's late. Okay, look. I was on vacation. Traveling takes a lot out of people. I will say that for people who do travel, y'all know what I'm not lying. Y'all know it's real. Um, and if you're not traveling, I'm encouraging everyone to get out and start traveling. Start seeing other stuff, seeing other places. Because I'm going to be honest, America really ain't that great. I mean, let's just, okay, we here. <laughs> We're here. I acknowledge that. But, ah, <laughs> it's a, a, a. <laughs> as you know i was in brazil <sighs> that was just the feeling every day in brazil now granted brazil comes to come with its own problems like everywhere else but i'm telling you it was beach it was water it was caparinhas it was more beach it was sun sun more caparinhas sun weed weed more caparinhas weed sun beach repeat <laughs> and this is like that's the thing about you know when you go to other countries and you experience other cultures and all that other stuff first of all brazil is black as hell so i already enjoyed it not even just specifically black but just color it was seasoned it was seasoning you get what i'm telling you like you didn't as a person of color you don't feel like the um the odd man out you feel like oh shit i'm in the bronx <laughs> <laughs> but it was great and then the water it was first of all i don't know where there's water like this in america i don't think there was water anywhere in america or near america like the water in brazil i'm just gonna put it out there that shit was warm as soon as you put your foot in it it felt like you was it was the perfect temperature of like it was perfect right and it's clear, you know, you don't really get clear water in America. I've been to Miami. I've been to, you know, California. I've seen the water. Ah, 
You know what I mean? Especially if you go to any of the beaches in New York or Jersey, you in that water like, you waiting for a baby diaper to flow by <laughs> with the dead baby still in it. <laughs> okay. Mm, I'm sorry. But you know I'm not lying, right? That kind of questionable water, like as a woman, you like, ah, I'm just going to go up to like my thigh. <laughs> You don't want to put your vagina in that water. You're just very clear. Like, this water is going to ruin everything I've done. All of the acidophilus, yogurt, probiotics. I'm going to get out this water and my vagina is going to fall off my body. Not just the actual vagina. All of the inner workings. I'm going to get out this water and my fallopian tubes. All my eggs just going to fall out. Just like, oh, my eggs. Wait, don't, don't, nobody move. Those are all my eggs. <laughs> yeah, I might still be hot from the island. But I'm saying, like, that's some real stuff. So, um, you know, it was, it's, it was just tough to get back into it. And then I actually had two layovers. So, you know, for people that travel and layovers is real it's just a lot you know and I'm sitting there I'm like okay do I have all my paperwork did everything get signed did I go through the right area I don't speak this language so I, I want to make sure I'm in the right space I'm where I need to be and did I still have weed on me like that was a real concern like oh you know they asked you the question did you come in contact with any livestock I'm like I, I don't know I don't think I did but I was kind of high so maybe I did pet a chicken maybe I was cuddled, cuddled up with some baby deer or something I don't know right um so we here right that's neither here nor there we here you you subscribe you listen to the podcast this is episode 25 you know how it goes down Sometimes we hear it, sometimes we not, sometimes we late, sometimes we on time. It's a black-ass podcast. It is what it is. Anyway, uh, but the uh, the trip was absolutely amazing. It was needed. It was necessary. Um, the other thing about about being away and out and uh, on vacation, and it was the sun. I don't, New York is gloomy. You know, L.A. had its rainy season and all this new. It's just been winter. Do not take for granted how powerful the sun is. The the sun is everything. I'm telling you, I was out there and it felt like I was a iPhone battery getting charged. And not one of the ones that's going to die out as soon as you take the uh, charger out. I'm talking about I was being filled. I could feel the sun going into my body. Like I could feel it on the inside part. Not like in that creepy beloved kind of. Tandy Noonan touched me on the inside, but it felt like the sun was touching me on the inside. Like I felt like the ancestors was dancing in my bloodstream. Like I felt the African drum in my spirit. You know, when you just, you feel a drum beat, you hear a drum beat, it could be in the distance and you just feel your shoulders moving like, hmm, hmm, okay, what, what is that? I felt like Diana Ross on the whiz after she killed uh, Eveline, pulled the thing down. The water was everywhere. And then everybody was like, brand new day. Brand new. That's how that is. I can't say it no better way. Shout out to Diana Ross. Skipping her ass all the way from the Bronx down to Brooklyn over every bridge, five boroughs. 
easing on down that motherfucking road with Michael Jackson hitting the spin right off of the motherfucker. Don't get me started on the whiz because you know I will go off. What? Anyway, that's what it felt like, though. It felt like brand new day, brand new day, right? Da-da-da. And it was, okay, anyway, if you ain't seen the whiz, I don't even know. White people, if you haven't seen The Wiz, this is your assignment. I know y'all listening. Get your ass on Amazon. Order up The Wiz. Get your ass over to some kind of streaming service. And, um, Go over to iTunes or something. You need to see The Wiz. You need to understand the power of what I'm talking about. They took over. New- the Wiz took over. Okay. Anyway, sidebar. Out. Okay. Back, back, back. Sun in my spirit in the inside part. Boom. Recharge battery. That's what the sun felt like. So, you know. I, you take for granted sometimes like oh the sun is hot and this is the difference though i get it you know sometimes when you're here and i don't know what it's like in other countries but definitely in america that sun hits you it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel warming like in brazil the sun felt warming it felt like rejuvenating here when you sitting in the sun that shit feels like it is cooking your ass it feels like you are some meat on the grill season though but meat on the grill it feel like all your inner like juices are boiling it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel like oh this feels great it's like ah 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 right give me a hat give me an umbrella shit something give me some sunscreen i didn't feel like that it felt like oh i anyway so um the sun was great i got me a recharge it was everything i needed and uh you know, and I'm back. And I, I honestly, I needed a day to um, kind of go and fish for some stories. I'm going to be honest. I, when I went on vacation, I went on vacation. Like, I wasn't sitting up following the news and seeing what this dumbass is doing and all these fucking races. I was not. I happened to hear about the story in Cleveland of the guy, the Facebook murder, but once I heard it, I just was like, I, I'm not going to do this. You know, I was just like, I'm not. I can't do it. I can't put myself. I need to fully unplug. And that's exactly what I did. And it felt amazing. Sun, beach, weed, caparinha, rest, hammock, beach, weed, caparinha, beach, weed, coconut water, sun, sun, recharge. That was me <laughs> staring at dicks on the beach. Like, that was my anyway but we back um gonna oh i want to start this episode with a big thank you um i mentioned on the last podcast that black ass podcast was starting a patreon page and we have our first patron shout out to deborah ferguson who came through heard the call answered the call went over to patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash black ass podcast and was like you know let me put a little something on this so thank you deborah thank you for being the first lady of the black ass podcast patreon pay right that was my funk flex explosion i don't i don't is that a thing still <laughs> I'm such an auntie. I'd be swearing I'm knowing what's going on, but I know I'm out of touch like I'm a. <laughs> she went over to www. <laughs> Don't nothing say out of touch auntie like putting www in front of a web address. 
<laughs> Going over to WWW. It's on fleek, I'm telling you. <laughs> You're like, Auntie, shut your old ass up. <laughs> she said it all wrong. It's on fleek. <laughs> You're like, no, it's not on fleek. Fleet is a ship and or the shit that you use, the animal. <laughs> it's one or the other. That's it. But it's not fleet. It's on fleek, Auntie. Matter of fact, go sit down. Take your two-stepping ass over there and make potato salad. But I definitely want to send a shout out and a big thank you to Deborah Ferguson. Um, and if you want to join her and make a charitable charitable donation to Black Ass Podcast, go over to patreon.com slash um black ass podcast. Put a little something on it. So right now we have one tier that's one dollar. That's all we're asking. One dollar a month to help make this podcast. But we will be adding more tiers, which means you'll be getting exclusive content only available to Patreon supporters. So um, but right now it's a dollar. So if you got it in your spirit or you know or more, go over to patreon.com slash black ass podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash black ass podcast and show love um want to take a second to shout out everybody that has uh become a fan of the black ass podcast facebook page a friend of the black ass podcast um instagram page or a follower of the black ass podcast twitter account uh y'all been showing up our goal is 500 by the by the end of april it's still time guys it's like nine days maybe something like that uh no it's 20 okay nope it's more like six days six days still doable i believe in us guys i believe i believe in you and me and i believe okay but if you follow on any of these platforms well specifically instagram and twitter you automatically get followed back for the first 500 people so if you are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, please give a like to the Black Ass Podcast Facebook page. Uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, friend us on Instagram. Finally, so many shout outs. Want to shout out Podcast in Color. Um, just because they're really, uh, it's a blog. Podcast in Color is a blog which basically lists all of the podcasts and uh, many of the podcasts that are by people of color. And I think this is so important because sometimes you just want to hear some black ass shit. You want to hear a black voice. You want to hear a black person's take on, you know, relationships, uh, news, politics, sports, whatever that is. Podcast in Color is the place for you to find the podcast you are looking for. Um, they've just been really great to this podcast. And I want to thank them very much because I've been listed with them a couple of times and they show love. I always see them in my Twitter mentions. So thank you. Thank you. Podcast and color. Y'all make sure y'all support them. They've got a great list and um, a great list of podcasts for you to check out. So go over to podcastingcolor.com. Show them love. Like they showing me love. Thank y'all so much at podcast and color. All right. Now. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Uh, gonna start this off and go through the question, your responses to the question from last week. Now, last week's question was, do you lend money 
And if so, what are the stipulations? If you don't lend money, why don't you lend money? So big thanks to everybody that responded. I got some really great answers, and some of y'all are hysterical. Um, I felt like a lot of people basically kind of um, – we're, we were all on the same page, which is why I need to stop repeating myself. Sometimes when I be talking, I be going all over the edge because I be like, you know what? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. Boom. Uh, so here are some of the responses that I got back. Uh, GL Noel said, nope. <laughs> Lending money can ruin relationships. If you can't afford to just give it to the person, say No. Exactly what I was saying. I mean, it's real. If you ain't got it, don't give it away because then you're going to be chasing that person for it and then y'all going to be beefed out and that's going to be a problem. Friendship done. Uh, Cleopatra Jones 70 said, hell no. Not giving me my dough will be disrespectful and there are consequences and repercussions for that. I know that's right, Cleopatra Jones 70. And I'm looking at your AVI sister. I see that pimp hat on. <laughs> that pimp hat look like you will straight walk up to their job. Bitch, where's my, psh, where's my, psh, where's my, psh? Where's my money? Psh, psh, right? And she like, bitch, let me get it out the cash register. Shit. <laughs> you done beat my ass right in the middle of this. Stop. <sighs> Gina Bella said, yes, but only as much as I can afford to not get back. That's real. So, you know, it just depends on if you got it. Then you be like, girl, gonna take that. I ain't tripping on that. But once again, don't put yourself out there. Because it could go bad. Rosalind Smith said, it depends on the reason. And I set up the payback time. And if you miss it, I never loan to you again. Damn. She like, you got an interview with her. Rosalind like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm treating this shit like a bank. How can I help you today? <laughs> and what are you looking? Let me see your uh, business model. <laughs> Now, what kind of capital are you working with? So what will you be doing with the money and why should I? So I've talked to my associate and we've decided we will lend you the money, but you have this amount of time to pay it back. This is your pay schedule. This is the interest that will be incurred. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, Rosalind. Let me tell you something. Hey, I think it's great to lend it. And sometimes you got to make whole people accountable, bitch. Where's my fucking money? Um, Trina Arico said, yes, I do lend money. I lend it if I have it. I, however, lend it expecting to never get it back. Makes things easier. My friends are honest enough. Honest enough. If they have it, they will pay it back. If not, well, we are all here to help each other. Come on, Trina. You better give me that black ass community message. Yes. We are all here to help each other. And that's some real shit. Like, that was one of the things I was thinking about is that, you know, when you call somebody your friend or you feel like someone is your friend, then you do kind of, you help them. And I think the thing about being a friend, too, is sometimes you have to be a present friend. You have to see when someone needs you, even if they're not asking for it, even if they're not vocally saying, oh, you know, giving you the, eh, I just wish, eh, uh, uh, you know. But they're legit just going on their way, trying to make it happen, and you see their hard work, but they just maybe can't pull it together. As a friend and being a friend that is present, sometimes you just got to be like, look, girl, let me get this for you. You know what? Here go $250. I'm going to just leave it right here. No, girl, don't be leaving me no money. Look, 
Okay. If you don't need it, then don't spend it. But if you need it, use it. And that's just, you know, and we ain't got to talk about it. I'm not going to bring it back up, but I see that you really trying to make some stuff happen. So here it is. You know what I mean? Uh, that's just a part of being a friend. That's a part of being in the friendship community. You know what I'm saying? The other thing about being a friend is holding people accountable. Uh, if you got a friend, you don't lent them money. They borrow money from other friends. They don't ever pay it back. And then everybody just like, well, that's just Keisha. That's just how Keith get down. Nah, you ain't about to get down like that with me. Um, I don't give a damn what your mama used to do and your aunties and your grandmamas used to do. If I lend you some money, bitch, you're going to pay it back. And not just because um, it's my money, but because I'm your friend and I want you to grow into a responsible person. So, psh, psh, bitch, where's my, psh, where's my, psh, where's my money? <laughs> I'm your friend. <laughs> I did that for you. I beat your ass in front of that family dollar for you. <laughs> And the one thing ain't nobody really mentioned is like IOUs. Let me tell you something. I've watched enough episodes of Judge Judy and Judge Mathis and People's Court to know that sometimes you y'all might be cool right now and this person might be agreeing to whatever, whatever. But you don't know what's going to happen two months from now, three months from now, a year from now when that person all of a sudden trying to act like they ain't never borrowed no money or you told them that it wasn't, you know, they ain't had to pay you back. Y'all better get up on y'all IOUs. If you are lending money and you feel like you want this money back, you better be up on the IOU. Trust me. I've definitely seen a couple of them court cases like bang, bang, bang. Well, it looks like you had the IOU. You signed it. Here go the text message said you was going to pay it back. This case is adjourned. Money for the plaintiff. Like... If you're going to lend it, at least protect yourself. If you want to get the money back, don't discount an IOU. I've seen IOU straight on school paper. Like, uh, I so-and-so promised to pay back this amount of money to this person by this day. I will pay this amount of money per week. Like, you can set it up, and it can be written in any kind of form. You better send an email and have them respond to the email. You better do something. You can write that bitch in lipstick, a crayon, some eyeliner, a the pen ink with your fingertip if you need to. But if you are lending money that you want to get back at some point, yeah. Don't just take some word of mouth. You better have something that says that this person took the money, it was not a gift, and they were going to pay you back. That If I don't know nothing else from Judge Mathis, I do know that. I know to make sure you get an IOU and make sure you ain't lending no dude in the relationship no money because, bitch, he's going to spend it on another bitch. <laughs> Thanks, Judge Mathis. <laughs> All right. So thanks to everybody that responded to the question from last week. Uh, here's, here's the next question. I was thinking about this. Um, deal breakers, whether in relationship or friendships, whatever it is, are your deal breakers flat across the board? Do, do they apply to everyone you meet at any time in any situation? Or... Do your deal breakers vary depending on who this person is, how fine they are, how big and how long and how wet, you know, <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? So let me know. Sound off. You can, of course, email blackasspodcast at gmail.com or you can respond on Facebook, Instagram and or Twitter. Um, I'll be posting. Uh, I'll have a post up with the questionnaire so you can respond there or just shoot a post out or at us and let us know deal breakers are they hard and fast or do they vary depending on the person that you're dealing with um all right 
Uh, let's get into some of the stories that I was able to dig out of the cesspool and find floating around the shit storm that is 45, bitch ass. <laughs> Speaking of deal breakers, uh, <laughs> this is my own personal. There is an online community of men who are preaching and celebrating Removing condoms during sex without consent. This is a practice called stealthing. This is some shit dudes is doing. They stealthing bitches. That means in the middle of sex, they decide to pull the condom off and the woman don't know that now it is officially raw sex going down in her vagina. Now, granted, as a woman who's had sex sidebar, mama, mm-mm, mm-mm, mama, 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 mama. Um, get out respectfully. Uh huh. You and your friends, because I heard you brought some friends in here. Y'all go outside, go play. If something going on at the senior center, go outside. This is not, I'm not doing this with you in here. Go, okay? Grab your purse, grab them knitting needles. <laughs> I love you. Go outside. Bye. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. It's about to get real. As a woman who's had sex, you kind of know, right? Like, you, you, right, you know, like sex is, with a condom, it's a different, it's different than sex without a condom, right? Now, shout out to all the dudes that make condom sex great, because some of y'all are very, very good at it. Mm, congratulations, kudos to you guys. <laughs> Please DM me. <laughs> um, But then, as good as it is, that condom coming off, <sighs> right? You know what I'm talking about when the when the condom sex and it's like, right? You you kissing, touching, and rubbing, and then it's almost like a it's almost like a Trey song song. Like I bet the name is on my name while you're screaming, screaming, right? It's like a boy to man. Ooh, ah, ooh. You're like oh, ooh. right? If you're a little bit older, it's like turn off the lights and light a candle you know what that is you know what i'm talking about but the kind of all sex is like uh-huh. it's like that it's like maxwell is singing into your vagina uh-huh. it's like birds that came in the room remember and when doves cry when the dove was in the room and prince is in the tub and the whole room is purple it's like that it's like the colors change it's like lightning it's like an infusion it's like your body is actually one per let me bring it down i'm sorry i got a little too excited i'm slobbing and shit i'm salivating a little bit i apologize but you know what you know i'm not lying it's not even like a song no more it's like it's like a sound. It's like megahertz. It's like. <laughs> Ooh, it's like a blue line in the red sky, bitch. Okay, sorry. Shout out to Love Jones. But it's like, it's like that. It's like the blues in your left side trying to become the funk in your right. What? <laughs> so. You just kind of get the difference. You know what I mean? Where you just, it's like, wait, this is too, this is too much. Wait a minute. Like, you got to stop and look like, oh, okay, we still good, right? But you just can't make that decision in the middle of one level 
of sex. You see what I'm saying? Like there are levels to intimacy. There are levels to sex. There are levels before you just jump to, I'm going to take this condom off, right? The first level is, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to agree to call you. Oh, I'm going to agree to meet you somewhere. I'm going to agree to let you come to my house. I'm going to agree to actually go to your house. These are the levels that women go through before we just, and some of us, Hey, sometimes you feeling it, you jump out there and it is, and it's cool. But that's a decision that a woman has to make because at the end of the day, the woman is the person who is taking whatever the fuck you bring it into her body. You get what I'm telling you? Like, that's not that's not a decision you just make. Boom. Then it's levels to, oh, I'm going to pop titty out. I'm going to lay in this bed. We're going to hump. We're going to actually have real sex. Then, too, we're going to actually have unprotected sex. Two, oh, I'm going to actually let you shoot my club up. Like, no, you can't just go from zero to 60 and on your own and be like, oh, my bad. I thought that's what you know, bitch. No, you didn't. You didn't think that's what I wanted. That's what the fuck you wanted. And I'm going to be honest with you. That shit happened to me. Oh, somebody going to have to die. You know I don't play them games. Not only are you going to have to die, everybody around you going to have to die. Like, I'm going to your mama job. I'm catching her coming up right out of work. Bop, right? She got to die. I'm going to your kid's school. I'm planting a gun in your kid's bag in his locker. So now your kid is going to jail for killing your mama. I'm going to your job. I'm punching your boss in the face. I'm pulling the motherfucking emergency cord. I'm putting a virus on your computer at work so you'll never get a job again. I'm going to take all the naked pictures I can find of your grandmama i'm putting them shit <laughs> i'm taking pictures of your grandma i'm putting them on the internet on a porn site not only am i doing that i'm going to your grandma's house i'm cutting the gas line i'm not saying i'm a, I'm a light a match but outside her house but if anybody in the neighborhood is smoking a cigarette boom right grandma dead it's it's not a game you can't just do this shit to people because not only are you worried about catching all kind of diseases and shit. You got to worry about catching some motherfucking kids. Ain't nobody got time for that because I haven't made this, the, the decision that you are a dude that I want to have sex with. And let's be honest, you know, unprotected sex sometimes it happens and blah, 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 blah. But in 2017, that's some shit you need to sit down and have a conversation about. It needs to be like corporations merging. We need to sit down, talk about your assets, my assets, what you bring to the table, the history of this company, which means is there any mental health, any kind of diabetes and other diseases and shit in your family? that I need to be aware of before I'm merging it with my family. Like, we need to sit down. I want to see that paperwork. And not just the paperwork you bring by, the date all look changed, the papers all folded and rubbed out. No, I need a fresh piece of paper. I want to look at where it says positive or negative, and that shit needs to be written very, very clearly. You get what I'm telling you? Like, I don't need to see it and be like, mm, did you did you write negative over positive with a black ink pen, bitch? Uh-uh. I need, matter of fact, I want to go to your doctor's office and we're going to go in there together and we're going to get this mouth swab together. We both going to spit in the cup. We both going to bend over and cough. Whatever, whatever other shit needs to happen, we both getting our fingers pricked. You can't just decide that I want your juices inside of my body without me necessarily knowing it. I'm not ready for, uh-huh, with you, motherfucker. I just met your ass. So, no, that shit is not cool. And one woman who it happened to said that she felt like it was rape adjacent. I 100% agree. I do. I 100% agree because now you have taken my my choice away from me. I didn't choose to, for you to be that person. That's the thing, fellas. Y'all all ain't on the same level. 
Some dudes got it like that. Some dudes, they, you you meet them, you want to fuck them. That's just how chemistry works. Some dudes, hey, I'm going to need a couple of dates. Some dudes, I'm never going to fuck you. You're never getting out of friend zone. It's just what it is. Same thing with women. Some women just got it like that. A dude see their body, they see their face, and they like, I'm going to give her everything that she ever wanted in her life. Here we go. I'm about to empty out this 401k. She want a trip. I'm getting her a trip. She wants some shoes. I'm getting her a shoes. She want a house. I'm going to get her that house. I'm going to get her that car. She's got to have it. Some of us, hey, you got to do a little more work. Bitch. You you know, you getting a couple of dates. You ain't getting all the dates. You getting a couple of dates. Some chicks ain't getting no dates. Some chicks got to take the dudes out for dates. Some chicks got to buy their own wedding ring and engagement ring and shit because he ain't going to do it. And even when you get him to the altar, he's still going to cheat on you. That's just what it is. That's just how life sometimes work out. Your responsibility is to make sure you with somebody and you fucking with somebody that want to give you everything you want. Fellas, if you feel like you want some raw sex, go find a bitch that wants some raw sex. Don't just impose raw sex on somebody who didn't agree to it. And the truth is, you can find somebody who wants that. The internet is very, very vast. There are all kinds of sections, areas, categories, and or rooms on the internet where you can find somebody who wants that type of stuff. Have you not been on Craigslist? exactly it's not just for apartments trust me <laughs> just saying like go on craigslist go to some of these sites or whatever busting in bitches raw.com i'm sure it's somebody on there like yes what are you doing friday like they want it some chicks out here want a baby some some dudes out here want a baby like so I'm saying don't take the condom off. Same thing for ladies. Don't be putting holes in condoms just because you want a baby. You can't take that choice from a man. If he took the time to put a rubber on, then you have to respect the fact that, bitch, he don't want a baby with you. He's doing what he needs to do to protect himself from having a baby with you or whatever else you got going on in your cesspool of a vagina. Like maybe he just like, ah, I'm good. I got other shit to do. You can't just decide, oh, he'll love it when the baby get here, bitch. So, um, you know, and to the fellas that have friends out here that are doing this shit, because I always feel like somebody know about this shit. Somebody, you're not just in this group on the Internet talking about this shit. You have told somebody in your real life, somebody that you close to, you got drunk one night and was like, uh, uh dude, serious? Okay, this is going to sound crazy, but <laughs> you know what I love to do? That's just how human nature is that's how we connect as friends and how we connect as people we tell stories we tell our secrets right so some of y'all dudes know some dudes that's doing this and i'm telling you right now you better talk to your friends talk to them because they're gonna run across the right one and then bop bop <laughs> they're gonna get murdered and you're gonna be p diddy dancing at the funeral home talk about every breath i take we miss you big you're gonna be doing that Cause you're going to lose your goddamn friend. You're going to be <laughs> anyway. Speaking of shooting the club up and having kids and all this other shit and just messy overall messiness. I want to transition over to Carmelo and Lala. Now, as I like to remind people, I don't really do celebrity news per se, because I don't feel like, you know, I, the celebrities are regular people just trying to figure it out. They just happen to have a platform, but they still regular as people trying to figure it out. Right. The only thing we can do is look at them and learn from their mistakes. Now, if you hadn't heard, Carmelo and Lala are getting a divorce after seven years of being married because Carmelo 
has a baby on the way by a chick named Mia Burks. Now, everybody was saying she was a stripper. And, of course, everybody was like, ugh, eye roll. Really, bruh? Like, you ain't got shit better to do. You out here fucking strippers raw? Seriously? Like, it was almost like, y'all still doing that, fellas? Get the fuck. But it came out she has a master's degree. She works in Chicago, like, setting up education programs. She's a community chick, right? And they're like, oh, you know, she didn't look at it like breaking up a happy home. But, bitch, you was. And you know the fuck you was. Everybody know Carmelo Anthony is damn married. Stop bullshitting. Um, But, and she flying herself out and all this other shit, which is already like, bitch, what? But I don't even want to talk about all that. I want to talk about the idea of cheating and being respectful in your cheating right now cheating is fucked up you know it's wrong it is terrible right and of course as women we give way too much leeway to men that cheat it's always like well you know it's just being a man and I don't know. <laughs> right but even beyond that if you're going to cheat it's ways to be respectful with the cheat number one respectful way to cheat is not get a bitch pregnant like how is you out here married and fucking chicks raw shoot and you don't even huh you out here stealthing bitches is that what you're doing carmelo knowing damn well you got a wife at home you got a 10 year old son like this is there's consequences and repercussions in this situation right like if you marry y'all ain't got no kids and you cheat on your wife all right well that's fucked up you a horrible person she found out but then to bring in a kid who is and you know you in the spotlight you know that there are cameras and shit around you know it's gonna be reported on this motherfucker is worth like 200 something 250 million or his last contract let me take that back his last contract with the um Knicks was like for 250 million you think people ain't gonna report on this and now you out here blazing some random like now granted let me let me take this step fellas I don't know what it's like to be a man I'm I will make that very clear this whole spread you see maybe that's uh, a part of y'all psychology for real and maybe you just feel some kind of power when you're busting the chickens like me man you see take right i don't know how what your crow magnum brain does when you bust off in the chick i don't know i don't know if it feel like you powerful with some shit i don't know if you feel like you're revving up and shit like colossus and um x-man i don't know all i'm saying is if you a dude worth 200 and something million dollars and you marry and you got a kid and you got a wife at home that's standing by your side. Why would why can't you do what you're doing but on a respectful level? Right? Like it, none of this shit. Nobody should know who this chick is. Nobody should know that she flying herself out. It should never come to light. Number one, if I was worth $250 million as an athlete, what I'm not about to do is be out here without a vasectomy. Number motherfucking one. You hear me? Soon as I sign a contract for $250 million, I'm going to get a vasectomy. They're reversible. You can you can undo them. Okay. I will go snip snip. I will be bussing whatever comes out after a vasectomy. It's probably air, a dust, or nothing at all. All on in your atmosphere. Cause it ain't gonna get in your face. But I'm a, all in your atmosphere. You're gonna catch some of this dust. <laughs> some of this vasectomy dust. <laughs> some of this baby powder. <laughs> Sorry. What I'm saying is, how are you just out here walking around with gold coins in your balls? That's all like, and you just go risk it 
on a chick that do education programs in Chicago? Now everybody is like, oh, well, you know, because Lala and Carmelo had a prenup, it more favors in his, you know, it's more in his favor. But guess what? She's going to be good regardless. Her son is 10 years old. That means she has eight years of not having to pay for shit, getting a fly-ass lump sum of money, something that she don't have to work if she don't want to. So the fact that she in this marriage, she working, she holding, she holding it down, she's doing her part, whatever that part is, and you going to leave that to go knock up some random chick that do education? Pro Let me tell you something. Let me tell you about respectfully cheating, right? And I'm hoping that uh, Lala was getting her cheat on. I'm really hoping that when she was doing whatever little shows and when she was out and she doing little shit, she was respectfully cheating. I think most women, when they are cheating, they're respectfully cheating. They're not going to put it in your head. They're not going to give you that opportunity to be wondering, I wonder where this bitch at. I wonder who she with. She's talking about she went out, out with her girls. This bitch ain't out with her girls. She probably on some trip. I wonder if she's doing on that girl's trip, right? She's going to do it where... She come back on time. She answered the call. She answered the phone when you need her to answer the phone. She doing everything. So you don't have to have that in the back of your head of, I can't even concentrate on my job because I'm worried about what this bitch is doing right now. That's respectfully cheating. You know what I mean? That's giving you an opportunity to live your best life without worrying if I'm doing some dirty shit behind your back, even though I am. You know what kind of care it takes to cheat respectfully? Why y'all can't do that, fellas? Why you can't find a way to always make sure you answer your phone? Always have the proper excuse needed to cover up. Cover your bases. If you flying bitches in, don't be flying bitches in under your motherfucking account. No, you fly bitches in under your homeboy account and you pay him the money out of pocket. Duh. The fuck? You don't have chicks running through the hotel and running around and you have bitches sign NDAs out the gate. Bitch, you you can't never talk about what the fuck I did. Matter of fact, I need everybody around you signing the motherfucking NDA. I'm looking at this interview about the Mia Burke chick, her homeboy out here talking about, well, you know, when she met him and she was just so excited. Uh, bitch, I will sue your motherfucking ass. I want everybody in your family to sign an NDA. I want your three-year-old signing the NDA. Don't be talking about, um, that mellow. Uh-uh, bitch, you... <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about to be pointing at my picture talking about dad, 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 my <laughs> So I say all that to say the celebrity life lesson in this is be respectful. It's ways to do it. It's not, it's not impossible. And if you already got something at home and it's working, at least be respectful enough for your partner at home, especially if they're there with your kids, to not put them in a position where they are, where you break them down mentally, where they can't function in the world, where people are looking at them. Because now, of course, everybody looking at Lala like, well, damn, girl, what you, why you wasn't doing? Like, it's her fault. No, it's not her fault. Her man was a disrespectful cheater. So if you're going to cheat, cheat respectfully. And that's it. That's the that's celebrity life lesson. I want to thank Carmelo and Lala for giving us this black ass celebrity life lesson. Um, next up, I want to introduce a new segment that I like to call "Why White People." <laughs> you know, I, sometimes y'all doing shit and it's it's no rhyme or reason. And I think I speak for a lot of black people when we be like, "Why?" But why though? And this story that I'm about to <laughs> talk about. It was like once I read the headline, I knew it was white people. It was no moment where I was like, hold on. 
is this Deontay and Keisha? <laughs> Hold on, I heard about this. I think uh, <laughs> Kendrick was talking about it in his song. Is this uh, Anthony and T? Is this Man Man and Aquanasia? Hold on, hold on. No, I read the headline. I was like, yep, white people. But I want to know why. So there is goat yoga classes in New Hampshire on a farm. Yes, goats, G-O-A-T, not greatest of all time. This ain't LL Cool J doing yoga class. I'm talking about actual goats in a yoga class in New Hampshire, on a farm. Why white people? Why why are y'all doing this? And not even just that. The classes are selling out. This is what I don't understand. Now, I'm a yoga. I like yoga. I'm not a, necessarily a yoga enthusiast. I do like yoga. I enjoy it. I think it's very centering. But you're not about to have me in a yoga class, in a hot-ass yoga class, you're sweating. You're, it's all kind of farting going on. If you've been to yoga, you know I'm not lying. You're doing all those intestinal poses and people farting. And you don't even get mad because you get that, you know, they say some shit like, just allow the toxins to leave your body. And you're like, damn, I need some toxins leaving my body. Everybody up in here, toxins is leaving their body. I need to pass a couple of farts so I can get some of these toxins out of my body. Shit, right? So you don't, you're not, you just take it. It is what it is. You take, you get low to the ground. You take a breath of the only fresh air that's in there. It's all the way down on the ground. <laughs> Cause all the funk and rose, but now it's filling up all the space. So it only gives you an inch of actual air in that bitch. Right. And you deal with it, but you're not going to be adding in heat, body sweat, farts, toxins, and then goats. Hell no. And then the thing is people in here doing poses and it's just goats. They just jump on your back and they do flips. It's baby goats and they like, oh, the baby goats are so cute. Yeah, they are cute. But you ain't about to be jumping and fucking doing flips and street fighter clip flips off my back in this goddamn yoga class while I'm in here trying to do a sun salutation, bitch. And how does that help me do better yoga by having a goat jump on my goddamn leg while I'm trying to balance in a yoga pose. I can't do my tree pose with a goat trying to sit on the top of my head like a fucking mountain lion. Get the fuck. And then, where are these goats shitting? I've been to a farm before. You ever walk around a farm that got goats? It's shit pellets everywhere. I mean, the whole ground. You're like, who spilled all these eminems? <laughs> Sorry. Who spilled all these <laughs> what where is all these chocolate covered peanuts coming from? <sighs> it's shit everywhere. So you telling me that ghosts just come into the class, shit everywhere, jump on people back, do all kind of fucking bat flips and Olympic Simone bow flips off of people's body, and that's supposed to be okay? Come on, white people. And I get it. Look, I get it. I think, you know, it's very clear that just historically white people, y'all haven't been at the frontier of creating shit. Most of the shit, especially in the last, since forever, look, y'all shit is a remix of some shit. The, if you get to the basis of some shit y'all doing, it's a ripoff of some other people's shit, right? It just, I'm sorry, it is what it is. Culturally, what do y'all have? Culturally, like what stuff have y'all actually created that wasn't, a ripoff, hip hop, jazz, blues, rock and roll, um, joy. No, 
seasonings. Come on, son. Right? Y'all do shit like have a mayonnaise store. For what? A whole ass store of mayonnaise? A whole store? Of ma like, y'all just legit get a building, lease it out, and sell mayonnaise? So, I get it. It's, I think y'all at a point now where y'all just like, y'all trying to innovate some new shit, and it's just y'all grabbing for some real fucked up straws, right? It just, come on, X Games, that shit is not some shit that was like, you know, what would be very, you know, uh, pivotal in the in the world is I'm going to jump this bike off of this high-ass mountain and try to land on a lower-ass mountain and not die. No, right? No shit. I'm, look, can I be real? Can I keep it gangster? Let's keep it gangster. Y'all be coming up with some fucking crazy-ass, ridiculous ideas. Go yoga is some dumb shit. And I can see it going down like, two white dudes, dude, dude, okay, dude, this is what we're going to do, okay, dude, seriously, this, okay, boom, this, seriously, ser dude, seriously, this is what we're going to do, okay, you know, we do yoga, right, okay, what if, okay, we open the door, okay, are you with me, dude, let the goats come in, <laughs> And then the person was like, dude, dude, you just fucking blew my brain apart. Right? And then they were like, yeah. And then they did an air guitar. Right? And then it was like high fives. And then they froze in the air. That's the way I see the idea coming together and probably most white people crazy ass ideas. Dude, okay, seriously? Dude, okay, this is what we're going to do. Seriously? <laughs> or, I, boom. Right? Let's keep it gangster. I'll talk more about plagiarizing and shit like that. But how is this a good ass idea? You just got fucking baby goats running around and shitting everywhere on people getting there trying to do your warrior two pose. How the fuck am I supposed to balance on this one arm with my hand going through my other leg and wrapping around and doing the, the prayer pose? How am I supposed to do that with this goat straight jumping and kicking me in the head like he is on double dragon? And then all the white people said, I think this is great. We're totally going to do it, right? And I think at the end of the day, this really speaks to what great lives white people live. Like how unbothered they are in the grand scheme of shit, right? Black people ain't got time to be trying to do goat yoga because we trying not to get shot by the police. We trying not to have lead in our water and our schools shut down and motherfucking police brutality. We ain't got time to be having baby goats. First of all, black people can't even get funding for a farm so they can even have baby goats. But that's another conversation. I'm going to let that live. I'm going to let that breathe. It is what it is. What I'm saying is white people, y'all got it good. As much as y'all like to act like y'all don't, bitch, you do. Just the ability to even have goats on some land and say, you know what, I'm going to have goat yoga and having a free time to be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to this goat yoga class. Speaks a lot to the privilege that y'all have. It's real, but I just want to know why white people. <laughs> just <sighs> why? <laughs> All right, final story. Staying in the vein of plagiarism and white people stealing people shit. Okay, boom. Uh, in Chicago, a mural was done of Michelle Obama. It was just blocks away from her childhood home. If you're in Chicago, go check it out. It's on the corner of Chapel Avenue and 74th Street in South Shore, 
Chicago. So if you're in Chicago, you are a Chicago win. Go take a picture. Tag me in it because I want to see your picture of the picture. But it looks, uh, it's unbelievable. It's beautiful. It's uh, Michelle Obama. She's in like an Egyptian. She looks like an Egyptian queen. She's got this emerald and gold headdress on. It looks like feathers. Um, she's got this high choker on her neck. It's gold. Um, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Her makeup is done. Uh, eyebrows popping. Eyeshadow is on point, but not like in an overdone Real Housewives of Atlanta for no reason kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have a look at the makeup. You be like, bitch, it's Tuesday. Why are y'all doing this much? You know what I'm saying? But she looks beautiful. And it was done, quote unquote, putting done in quote, by Chicago artist and urban planner Chris Devin. It's a large mural, and he launched a GoFundMe to pay for it. He raised, he wanted to raise $9,900. He ended up getting $11,785, and he did this picture. He pitched the idea, did this picture, and it's beautiful. Come to find out, the picture was actually a ripoff from a black artist named Jalila Leela Misfin. Jalila Lila Misfin, I'm saying it either way, I'm fucking it up, but I apologize, sis. Jalila Lila Misfin, I'm going to go with Lila. Um, and she had already done it, and it's so funny because when I saw the initial article, I was like, oh, dope. Because I, I had seen that picture of Michelle already, so I was like, yo, that's on a mural now? Like, that? that's on a build? That's dope. And then here come this white dude. In true Columbus fashion, just up and take her picture. Now, I'm not saying that he took the picture and then I'm telling you, this man ripped off her picture completely. The only thing he changed was that in her picture, Michelle had these kind of like gold dots, uh, i.e. Uh, Beyonce lemonade around under her eye and over her eyebrows and along her cheekbone. That is legit the only thing he changed of this girl's picture. Like, can you even? And the thing is, her picture was done October 31st of 2017. This dude raised all that money and basically stole this girl's whole ass concept. And then just put it up like, and who gonna check me? The audacity of this dude, the balls of this motherfucker, the gall of this man to take this woman's idea. And not only that, raise money to take her idea. And it probably only took him a week to actually to actually reproduce it. Not even like conception, not even the, the effort it takes to conceptualize it, the effort it takes to figure out to the color scheme and shadows i'm saying he looked at her picture and was like that's what i'm gonna do and and then cash this motherfucking check now so of course it ended up getting back to her because i guess white people don't know how the internet work and that this shit is all connected and black people be on the motherfucking internet so how do you think you just gonna put this picture out and know her picture has seventy-eight thousand views so how do you think that you just gonna put up a picture and it's gonna you thought nobody was gonna you thought that mural wasn't gonna get reported outside of chicago you son of a bitch this is the disrespectful part it's one thing you steal somebody's idea right and, and not even steal it in a way where you even throw the remix on it. Like, I'm telling you, stole the whole damn thing. Then he comes back, and this is his response when people start going like, bitch, you stole this woman's idea. 
Our nonprofit urban planning projects often include paintings inspired by found images. No, bitch. Let's let's be very clear about what inspired is and what stealing is. Those are it's not a thin line between that shit. It's a very clear, wide ass highway lane between being inspired by and stealing somebody's shit. Being inspired by is like going to see some, how somebody designed a house and saying, "Oh, I love how you put the couch right there. That's great because it gets great lighting, and oh, that's a great plant. I think I might. I like that plant. What is that plant? I might. I might incorporate that plant into the plants that I have in my house. Oh, I love this color scheme. I love how you got the dark with the light, and it just really creates a shadow and a depth." right that's one thing that's being inspired by that's saying i like some of the things that you're doing and i'm going to i'm going to incorporate some of that stuff when i do my own design that's completely different stealing somebody's shit is basically going into their house taking putting them out and moving in and saying look at the way i designed my house bitch you stole it then this is another response uh <laughs> Thank you, Jalila, Lila, Mesfin. As placemakers, we were truly inspired. Once again, that fuck-ass word inspired. Oh, just like Kardashians was inspired by in, uh, innovating box braids. Is that what you mean by inspired? Or the way that white people took twerking and want to make twerking this new fad, even though black people have been twerking since the yin-yang twins, right? And this it just, that word is such a fucking... That shit is so disrespectful. Oh, we were just inspired. Are you so inspired you're going to give her, her mo th that money? Are you that inspired, sir? Are you going to give her full-ass credit? Are you going to then put her name up there? Are you going to then turn around and give her a job at your urban planning company? Are you then going to give her opportunity to put some more of her work up? Is she going to get an interview? Is she going to also get her picture and her name in the spotlight besides other people blowing your spot up and then forcing the the news media to cover the fact that you stole her shit is that the kind of inspiration that you have like this some bullshit it's time out for white people just being able to take black people shit repurpose it remix it throw it repackage it and then try to hand it out to the world like look look what i have brought forth of for you to indulge no bitch we been doing that. We been saying that. We been on that. Y'all motherfuckers is late. Cut the check, bitch. Straight, cut the motherfucking check. It's time out for this shit, right? It's time out for corporations to go to white people who have done the repurposing and the repackaging and the rebranding and start going to the black people who are at the cre who are the actual creators, giving them the money so that they can take their shit to the next level, so they can bring some people on and start a group of creators, so that they can be at the forefront and at and get the credit that they deserve as motherfucking tastemakers. You ain't a tastemaker, bitch, if you just take somebody's shit and put it up in a bigger, you know, on the wall. No, you stole her shit. Which then goes back to the larger point of white people always taking from black people, never giving us an opportunity. And then it becomes, well, I don't know why black people can't pull themselves up by the bootstrap. And because this is the land of the free and the home of the brain, the land of opportunity. And all you got to do is just pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Bitch, you stole my boots. Anyway, so shout out to Jalila Lila Mesfin says, um, thank you. I just applaud you coming out, putting this motherfucker on blast. Everybody that reposted it and retweeted it and forced these 
these organizations and people to call attention to the fact that this man stole this woman whole ass idea, which ain't the first time, probably won't be the last time. And as a side note, just because it's on HBO right now, and I'm encouraging everybody to make sure you watch it, the Henrietta Lack story, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same idea the same concept is the same process white people taking from black people never giving them credit and or compensation and or reparations or nothing the fact that Henrietta Lacks sales are still being used today from 1950 something her sales are still being used today to make cures to make treatments to, to for medical discoveries and her family her grandkids kids should be getting something they not getting nothing so what is there's no difference between that and that man putting that mural up on that wall and trying to claim it as his own it's the same motherfucking thing so this whole bootstrap shit bitch give black people they boots back and maybe we can't pull ourselves up stop stealing our motherfucking boots bitch and let us goddamn thrive and live and actually take part in this quote-unquote American dream that everybody else seem to get take advantage of except us. All right. Mm. That's it. All right. Woo! Got a little titty sweat on that one. Finally, I'm going to end this on a good note. I think I'm going to start doing that from here on out. I want to take a second, and I want to first say thank you to everybody who has once again answered the call. Y'all be coming through. I really appreciate it. Y'all, um... Uh, I asked y'all to go to iTunes and leave a comment or a review, and y'all have, and I thank y'all so much. Y'all the shit. All right. So I'm going to read a couple of the reviews, and um, I'll try to read some every week. So uh, one review was from Pharmatist, said, Hadia is effing hilarious. Thanks, boo. She's genuinely funny as hell, and I was first introduced to her when she appeared on the Three Guys On podcast. Hey, shout out to Three Guys On. She was so chill and funny that I immediately had to search for her podcast and have been binge listening since. Yes! Hadia has a way of being so effortless with her delivery, and I find myself laughing out loud at work and having to cough cover. I honestly love this podcast, and it has easily shot up on my top 10 list. Trust me, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Thank you, Pharmatist. Ah, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. I want to um read one from the Podcast Brothers. Shout out to the Podcast Brothers. Make sure y'all supporting that podcast. It is very hilarious. I love them. Their chemistry is on day. They said, can't get enough of this podcast. Very funny. Keep doing your thing. All right, boo, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> All right, last review I'm going to read is from Tantrum1920. Uh, this woman is funny. Love the podcast. It's still funny. I don't know what still funny means. Sidebar. Uh, question mark, question mark, question mark. Shay? Mm. This one, the woman is still funny. Love the podcast. I'm going to take that. I appreciate you, Tantrum1920. Uh, and I'll be reading more reviews. So thank you to everybody who has left a review. Trust me, your review will be read very, very soon. And if you haven't already, go ahead and drop a review so I can read it online and let everybody know how much you love me. <laughs> if it's a bad review, I will be in your inbox like, oh, word, bitch. But for real, though. <laughs> All right, so that concludes the podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening, man. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 500 followers on Twitter, 500 uh, friends on Instagram. Make sure y'all go ahead and follow. We will follow back. I will follow back. The follow back is real. Um, of course, you can find me, hrcomedy.com. 
for all of my upcoming shows, some of my previous work, all that good stuff. And uh, don't forget to answer the question from this week. Uh, deal breakers, are they hard and fast across the board or do they kind of vary depending on what is coming to the table? How big? <laughs> <laughs> I meant personality and ego and <laughs> anyway and uh Patreon don't forget man the Patreon page is real I will be adding tears but right now if you got a dollar you want to put something on it man I would really appreciate it we got goals mine and mine man it takes a village for greatness so I'm gonna need this village to come together rally go ahead and log on to Patreon P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash black ass podcast once again shout out and show love for Deborah Ferguson for being the first lady of the black ass podcast Patreon page all right, that's it. That's all I got. I'll new episode on Friday, y'all. I'm out. Peace.